Welcome to the Entrepreneur's MBA, bringing you lessons from real-life entrepreneurs they don't teach in business school. Here's your host, business coach and marketing strategist, Adam Kipnis. So a lot of people talk about intuition, knowing what's going to come, thinking with their gut. And sometimes that yields great results. Other times, people question us. We question ourselves. Was my gut right? I think it is. But we, we don't know, mainly because we don't know enough about it or we don't necessarily think enough about it. We go with our gut and then we move on with that decision and then get into our business lives. But we're going to talk a lot about what that really means and how you can utilize it better, how you can actually work with someone who could help you think through it, who can help your business in a way that you haven't before, utilizing that intuition, not only of yourself, but what other people see in you and feel from you and the ways they react to you. I think this would be a fascinating conversation. This is Adam Kipnis, uh, host of the Entrepreneur's MBA podcast. I appreciate you being with you with us today. We are, as always, on C-Suite Radio as our platform. They do an amazing job. My guest today is a self-acclaimed reframer. A reframer is an intuitive individual who inspires and encourages others to shift their limited views, actions, behaviors by dealing with their past, healing their present, and sealing the foundation for a limitless future, all in an effort for the ultimate in self-expression, the smiling from the inside. Super excited to have Seth Santoro. Seth, thanks for being here today. I'm really excited about this conversation. Oh my God, that was an amazing intro. Thank you so much. I feel so much better about myself. <laughs> hey, it's all in the it's all in the reading, right? That's uh, great. <laughs> you know, I, I so. Intuition. I want to. I want. I just want to start a little bit without getting too deep because we're going to dig into it. Okay. But intuition. We all have it. We all feel whether it's buying something, whether it's going somewhere, whether it's meeting someone. I, my wife and I walked into the house that we're in right now, and we were three steps into the door, and we looked at each other and we said, "We're buying this house." Yeah. Now we hadn't seen the rest of the house. <laughs> and as we're walking through the owner of the house, it was a, it was a for sale by owner literally showed us every closet, every room. We just wanted her to go away. It was the worst <laughs> walkthrough we've ever had. But honestly, we knew we were buying the house. We leave the house. We call our realtor and said, we found the house we're buying. And she said, it's the first one you've looked at. <laughs> and so yeah. She, said, she said, you've got to look at more houses. And this is early internet-ish. This is 2004, where still, if you were buying a house, they right. printed off the one-pagers. And we opened a bottle of wine, and we went through about 200 of those one-pagers, put like five to the side, and went and drove by them. And we're like, nope, we're buying that first house. And our realtor was like, all right, whatever. So to tease us a little bit, why did... Did we know? How does that work? And we'll dig into it in a little bit. <laughs> okay. Answer the question now, yes? Hey, give, a, give us the teaser answer. Like, okay. we've all been through that experience where we just know. Why? I think because everything in your being knows that it's the right thing to do. 
for you. All right. You did tease us. Yeah, that's a good teaser, huh? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, all right. So, so before we get to why that works, yeah, something led you here. So not only as an intuitive, not only as a business coach, and not only as an intuitive business coach, but also as a business owner, you went out on your own and you decided, hey, there are people that need what I have to offer. Right. How did you start that? Were, were you always an entrepreneurial spirit or was this something that just you felt, I need to get it out there later in life? I think from a very early age, by the time I was four or five, I knew that I wanted to affect the world somehow and change the world. Um, so I wouldn't say I had an entrepreneurial experience or, a, you know, kind of, that wasn't really a, my spirit, but my spirit was there's no way I'm doing a nine to five job, even though 20 years of my life was devoted to corporate America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like after 20 years, within that 20 years, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I now need to go on my own. You know, I've learned enough. Um, yeah. All right. So, so what was that transition like? Was it, it was like, you had your own gut feeling, your own intuition at some point, probably originally, you knew in your gut always that corporate America wasn't right. But there was probably something that triggered it. Was it, was it your gut or was it a life change? What was the trigger that said, all right, I'm doing this thing on my own? Um, interestingly, I think it was the same day. So basically, within four years of one another, I rolled over from the person I was with and I just said to myself, I deserve better in life. And it was really that moment, from that moment on about six or seven years ago that the whole world opened up to me, the intuitive side of everything, the mediumship side of everything, it all opened up. So I think from that moment on, I've been moving in that direction. You know, I've always been an overachiever, right? Like I graduated three years high school, went to school, like I graduated college when I was 20, like speak five languages, you know, I'm a definitely an overachiever. So uh, I think the entrepreneurial spirit has literally kind of swept me in the past seven, six, seven years. Okay. So, so you had that entrepreneurial spirit, even though it wasn't about a business, it was about learning another language. It was about excelling sure. in school. You sure. use those same skills in that same uh, direction in order to do for yourself rather than building a business. So that totally makes sense. Okay. And, and so you, so you make that decision that you're going to go do, do it on your own. Mm -hmm. How do you decide what it was going to be first? Was it what you're doing today or was there something in the middle that you started doing to make a few bucks? Yeah. You know, I, it started in the middle. <laughs> um, so I came out with my first book, right. Uh, called how I learned to smile from the inside, um, a book about healing people and, and, and really for anyone who's lost their smile. Right. And from the book, it became more of, I had been in HR for a long time. So I really just went on my own. Um, I went from in-house roles to then essentially being kind of an HR expert, HR advisor to CEOs and executives in different companies. So I've been doing that for the past six or seven years. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, the, the, the smile inside. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that are unhappy on the inside, but extremely happy on the outside. And there are people that you may look at and be like, that person can't be happy. And they're the most wonderful, you know, expressive, comfortable with themselves people on the inside. Like we all, we all, but we mask it in different ways. So where, 
have you learned through your experience working with others and, and going through your, your path found that, that balancing point of expressing ourselves in one way, whether it's covering it up and learning to be happier or, or tapping into the inside of us. I feel that in every conversation, people give themselves away. Okay. So especially when you're just meeting someone for the first time, within the first couple minutes, you'll, they will say something and you'll be like, mm-hmm, got it. That's how you live your life. Okay. And maybe that's because I've been a coach for 15 years and recognize that. Maybe that's because I've studied people my entire life. Maybe that's because I've studied other cultures. And maybe that's because I've also been in front of a lot of people who've been confronting traumas you know, um, but every person gives themselves away within a couple minutes. It's amazing. It's really amazing. People don't even realize that they do it. Um, yeah. And I think it's, I don't want to say it's cheating, but I also have this intuitive sense, right. For people. So they right. can be smiling in front of me and I'll know that they're like hurting inside because I'll feel it myself. So, you know, there's that added aspect to it. And when you're working with clients, I'm sure there are a lot of people that tell you they're successful because they want to put that out into the world, even if they're not. And on the flip side, there's a lot of people that are ultimately successful and put themselves down. Hmm. Is that, as an intuitive, how do how do you reconcile that or how do you, how do you see that? I'm, I'm not asking for the mechanics of how you see it, but how does that, like, how can you express that to help them? I guess is the question. Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, so for example, last week I had someone in here and she is um, an, up, an up and coming architecture, an architect. And she was just like smiling on the inside or smiling on the outside. Right. But then we started delving in slowly into what was going on in her life. And I was like, Oh God, like, I don't even know how you're smiling right now, given everything that you're going through. Like, so I, I can literally, and then to, to answer your question, we talk about it. We talk about it head on. Like, how are you smiling right now? Like, how do you live in that situation every day? And then also I give them, a lot of people don't give themselves credit or props at all. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So some people need to give them, celebrate their wins way more. And some people need to be a little bit more humble about it. And I just <laughs> tell them the truth, you know, like I'm very direct. I'm very, my approach is always to help, right? I tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Um, yeah. No, and I think that's super important for, for business owners. And, you know, I, I find that, that there's a lot of folks that I work with that just, they, it, they feel like if they continue to say it over and over again, that it's likely to happen, regardless of the success level, right? They say it and they think it and they, that it, sure. it becomes their mantra, but, but they don't actually open themselves up to the what's missing or what they should do differently or what they could do differently. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're working with your clients on, I'm going to say a different level than I do. A lot of mine is nuts and bolts. I mean, I'm going to work with my clients and I'm going to make them cry uh, in a good way, but <laughs> it's, it's mainly on the planning side. It's the strategy side. It's how do you think about it differently? You obviously touch emotional levels within your business coaching clients in a different way. Right. Um, you know, I guess the first question is, 
you know, how, how can people think about that? And then the second question is, how do you utilize that for the business better? Obviously, you can make them better people, which makes them better business people. But how do you make the business better that way? Okay. So number one, uh, question number one, um, I believe I have a client in Miami and he always calls me his board. So I'm his like intuitive board. So I'm the, the chairman, the vice chairman, the secretary, the treasurer, everything. Because he asked me a question about something that's happening on a day to day and I'll give him an answer from a complete 360 perspective, right? And I'll also say what I'm feeling. So there's, there's a lot of corporate America in me because <laughs> I can't <laughs> now, right? Yep. So I have HR and operations, all stuff. So there's a lot of that for me, which is common sense, but not for most people. And then there's also an added intuition that says like, this person is not to be trusted or this person is great, but they're going to then kind of do X, Y, and Z. Then they're going to come back and they're going to be amazing. And then they're going to go and do X, Y, Z again. So like I have this added gift of, of clarity around business situations and then also their own lives. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So makes total sense. So to answer the second question, if I remember what it is, um, the, oh, how do I, so by helping the CEO or the executive of a company, think about it, you're not just helping them, right? You're helping everyone that works for them, um, everyone, all of their clients, their associates, their products, their services, and then in essence, the energy then goes out and builds out to everyone else. So some of my clients are building TV or creating TV shows and I mean, that has an exponential impact. Um, so, I mean, I can't tell you that I love, I can't tell you, I love what I do and I love like helping people really reframe their past through the present, right? And then building a better legacy in the future. So interesting. I mean, I've got a million questions. We've only got, <laughs> you know, like 20 minutes left. Um, and, and I want to get to so much because entrepreneurs, you being one yourself yes are really open-minded when it comes to business but a lot of times pretty close-minded to the process work hard do the work hire smart people disrupt your industry learn from your mistakes right they're very laser focused driven into getting stuff done now you're coming from a much softer, different world. Uh, I'm just, I want to learn a little bit more about not only myself, but other people that have no idea really what you're talking about. Like we get intuition and we, we understand it in some ways, but it's not ingrained to us. Nothing we were trained with. It's nothing that we really understand. So how do we give into it? Like, how do we get over ourselves? to get into it? Well, there's a lot that needs to happen, right? So we start, we'll just start with today, for example. I mean, we would, we would talk about what's going on today. The next time we talk about maybe some things from the past um, and also some things today that are going on that are aggravating them, right? Why are they aggravating you? Just a normal kind of coaching get to what the core of the issue is, right? But at the same time, I also have this added bonus of being like, you're just saying, you're the type of person that even in the second or first set, you know, a session with them, like 
I know that you're the type of person that does X, Y, and Z. I know that this bothers you. So let's talk about that. Why does it bother you? What, what makes it, what makes it better for you? That kind of thing. So we kind of using what's going on in every day. We talk about the past, present, future. And I think I infuse the intuition in, in just in regular conversation. So it's not like I'm going to foretell your future in the next five years, right? <laughs> now, this is what's going on now in your life and what I'm feeling around you, you know? And my goal is like yesterday or the other day, my client in Miami was like, you know, I'm starting to get this like intuition stuff. I don't really understand it, but I'm starting to feel and trust my gut on certain things, you know? And that's, I was like, yay, that's because that's like a huge accomplishment for me, right? Um, because I, it's not that I'm telling you, you have to do this. It's just by me thinking out loud with my clients, they then start to understand, no, I, I have a professional intuition here. Like I've been doing this for 20 years or 30 years. So I know what's going to happen. Like I know if we just go this way, this is a possible outcome. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense because, because I think we all, we all think this, we all know this, the most successful entrepreneurs, if you ask them, they know that their idea is going to be successful. That's part of what drives them. That's part of what uh, makes them continue to do it. That's part of why they continue to do it day after day, even in the darkest of days. They know deep inside themselves that it works, but they might not express it in the same way that you. Now, is it necessary to express it in the same way that you do for business owners? Should we be letting ourselves go a little bit and having a little bit more faith for lack of a better term trust in your trust in ourselves rather than just a it's gonna work i think that with my approach and the way that i work on people as i'm working with them you know i explore all opportunities and all possible outcomes as well right yep um, and so I also think what I want to mention is that, again, it's like what you need to hear, right? So let's say you're working on a project and I'm feeling your boss is not, or, or your, the board is not going to like it for lack of a better term. And, and I'm, and I'm feeling that, but I'm not going to, I'm not saying that yet. Then you're like, Hey, what do you think about this? I think the board's going to love it. Right. Cause that's the question I get asked all the time. And I'm like, here's the thing. And I'll tell them what I'm feeling. I really feel like, you know, the main person is going to love it. The girl is going to be, eh. then there's going to be someone who's going to challenge you all the way, you know, and maybe, and then maybe say at the end of the day, they're not going to really like a X, Y, and Z. Now him hearing that or him or her hearing that or them hearing that they're going to take that and they're going to work around that so that they are basically already coming to the table with all of those questions, challenges, whatever in their mind. So had I not said anything, they would have gone in that room and had possibly a worse experience than now they've gone in the room prepared. Does that make sense? No, it makes total sense. I think you just said prepared and, and you know, preparation is the key to really anything, right? <laughs> and yeah. But thinking about it in a way that's different, because we can prepare by doing our homework. We can prepare to, by practicing our presentation. We can prepare by reading the right books. One of the things we don't do generally as, as human beings and as entrepreneurs is prepare by asking. And I think what you're saying is whether we're asking the questions or whether we're asking 
emotionally or just putting it out there and, and getting it back. Right. I mean, it's, we're not asking in all the ways possible sometimes when we repair and you're adding additional ways that people can do it that we would, most people normally don't think about. Right. Okay. So thinking about your business, when you decided, all right, I'm going to do my own business. You, as we said, you, you knew that you were going to have your own business. You knew that you were going to do this. It was just a matter of when, right. And probably getting over your financial, mental, parental schooling challenges to say, all right, today's the day. Um, how do you do this for yourself? Can you be intuitive for yourself? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I wish even my husband can't do it for me. And he's also an intuitive as well. Um, yeah, no, it's, I, I, I want to trust my gut all the time, but then, you know, I'm like, Oh, I feel this, but then the next day I feel something different. So, you know, I'm just as clueless as everyone else when it comes to myself, but on everyone else, it's like, a, I mean, I just know. <laughs> it's, and yeah. and they, they say never ask a question you don't know the answer to, but I, I pretty much knew we were going to get that answer. So I'm glad I asked the question. <laughs> right. So we all have our gut and our gut tells us something. Right. But it doesn't mean we don't need to ask somebody else. It doesn't mean we don't need to run that by somebody else before we do it. Right. And, and so, so when you were starting your business, how did you, who did you look to and who helped you along your path to get your gut right, so to speak, to get your intuition right? Yeah, I don't, I don't, pers- I have, hmm, I have a couple mentors, right? Um, and they range from, someone in London to someone in the, you know, East coast, New York, there are people that I've completely respected along the way. Um, I actually don't have that many mentors or people that I really not look up to. I look up to a lot of people, but that I actually listen to their advice or their suggestions or recommendations. Um, so a lot of people are HR executives because they know CEOs very, very well, you know, right. uh, executives. Um, I also listen to some spiritual people in my life that I think are like, I've just been blown away every time they talk with me and they can see right through this, you know? Um, so I have a couple intuitive, um, friends that I go to. Um, but so that was, it was really a very small group of trusted individuals. Very cool. I, I, you know, I, th- I think we, we all do that and yeah. we have the people that we listen to. And then we have the people that we say we don't listen to, but we really do listen to, um, <laughs> which are probably more critical in our business. So you, you got the business going, you, sure. you got out there and you put yourself there and, you know, every, every business needs an audience, right? Whether we're selling widgets or, you know, I'm selling strategic planning and, and marketing planning, or you're selling intuition and, and intuitive business coaching how did you find your audience, right? You can't go to a networking meeting and be like, hey, who's into this? <laughs> you might find a few people, yeah. but it's something yeah. that uh, people have to understand. So okay. how, how did you find your audience? At you know, I don't, I don't start with, I'm an intuitive business coach, you know, so you should work with me, you know, like on LinkedIn or marketing. That's not, those materials are not going to work for me. Um, I, but to be honest, referrals are my number one, uh, LinkedIn is number two, and people just get very curious about what I do, and I allow that to happen. So I, a lot of times I ask, um, interestingly, 
you know, hey, I'm, I'm doing this new thing. I would love your suggestion on it for how I get more visibility with CEOs or executives. And, and they're like, okay, cool. And then they're like, oh, wait, that sounds really cool for me, you know? Or, or oh my God, I know someone who was just asking me for a different type of coach that, that, could, that had a kind of a spiritual aspect to it, you know? Um, so that's kind of how I'm, I'm building, I'm just continuing to build my roster of clients. Um, and I mean, I can't tell you how many people from my past like old friends and that sort of stuff have, have wanted to work with me. Unfortunately, I'm a little bit more expensive than they thought. Right? <laughs> so people from my high school are like, Hey, how much does it cost? I'm like, that's a little bit more expensive than you think. Um, you know, so well, don't get there. They'll yeah. get, they'll no, get they, there. They, they will. And, and, you know, the goal is to work with eventually with politicians and be kind of a spiritual advisor or, a, you know, that type of intuitive advisor to politicians and, and see like CEOs. That's really my, one of my major goals. That's awesome. We're talking with Seth Santoro on the Entrepreneur's MBA podcast. I am your host, Adam Kipnis. And we're talking about something a little bit different that shouldn't be that different. We all have gut feelings. We all know that there's a spiritual reason why we're doing what we're doing, but we maybe don't let ourselves go to it. And, but I, and you can go to uh, sethsantoro.com or I am Seth, I'm Seth Elliott.com. Correct? correct. I got yeah. those right. All right. Perfect. And, and we don't necessarily let ourselves go, but a lot of the most successful people in the world do things differently and are open to different ideas. You know, 10 years ago, doing yoga was like something rich women did at <laughs> retreats. And now there's a yoga studio on every corner and half the people are men there right? Because people finally opened up to it. And not that what you're doing or your business is different, but a lot of entrepreneurs just might not be open to it. And so I'm really excited just to hear a little bit about what it is you do differently, because successful people are going to listen to you. Unsuccessful people are going to say you're weird. How do you continue to, you know, break new barriers within yourself? talking to different people, doing different things, trying different things to help your clients? Well, the fun part is I learn just as much if, you know, from a lot of the readings I do and a lot of sessions I do, because as I'm giving this information that I'm receiving, I'm also telling myself at the same time, oh, you need to listen to this right now. You know, that happens all the time. So I'm constantly being gifted <laughs> with other people's challenges, like what I can do in the future to, for, for, to better myself. Um, you know, I often describe the difference between regular coaching, because I'm also a certified coach, and intuitive coaching is essentially I can see right through people and their actions and their behaviors, and I don't need a crystal ball. I don't need, I just need them. I just need their voice and permission to do so. So I can see things that everyone or regular coaches, maybe, maybe they've been doing it for 20 years and have this professional intuition, right? They can understand when someone's not telling them the truth, but I know the truth. Like I can see when they were a child that they used to find their mother drunk on the floor. Does that make sense? And therefore the entire life, their entire life, they've been an overachiever. I see that. I can feel that. And we can talk about it, you know? And again, it's not like, I don't want everyone to think that this is like the most spiritual thing you can do. I just, I'm a coach, I'm a really good coach, but I can also see into your life and your energy and, your, and the people around you. So it's like, it, it adds a whole nother layer of, you can't lie to me, 
Like, and, and you're not going to get away with anything because I can see and know what you're doing. I, I love that because people don't hire coaches to get advice. They say they hire coaches to get advice, but they don't hire coaches to get advice. They hire coaches to fix what's broken in their business, which many times is themselves. Right. Um, and yes. I, I don't know how to say it any plainer. Most yeah. of my clients I work with, their business is fine. They're the one who's broken. And as soon as we fix that, the business fix itself in different ways. Absolutely. And, but you, when you th think about the past, right, you've mentioned the past a couple of times and obviously death is a big part of the past people who've been around us and, and things that can happen. What, what does that mean? And how does that, how does that, how do you utilize that to help us? I guess, without getting too deep into it, but there are things that go on either in the past or in death that affect us in a different ways than just seeing into me right now. What is, sure. how does that help? Well, I think honestly, it's awareness, right? From a, from, if we're talking about life and life healing and your past, right? Um, there's always going to be an element of who I am today, if not everything about who I am today is because of my past. So I, so for example, the, the woman who found her, you know, her, her grandmother on the floor several times, those are imprinted on her. And because of that, she doesn't drink because of that. She says, you know, I'm, and she has the issue. I'm not good enough because she was never good enough in that situation. So there's all these different things that just develop and build and build and build, but by bringing awareness to it and drawing awareness to that happening at that time and saying, you know, and this, this is where it becomes a little therapeutic, but, or a lot therapeutic, like that wasn't your fault. And that sucks, you know, acknowledgement, validation, all these things that we learned as a coach. Um, and then we talk about how that is in, in influencing their daily uh, activities, behaviors, whatever. So it's, it's a very fun discovery for them and self-discovery. And we don't have to go deep. It's not about going deep. It's just about bringing the awareness to that situation. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you. That was just something that, right? Because I was just thinking in my head, there are so many people who are like, you are not going there with me. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going there. And I was about to ask, you know, how do you get them to? And you said, you, you don't have to go deep. So how do, how do you touch on it? You know, in the, in the last few minutes, obviously you can't do a, a, the, the full answer, but how do you touch on something that someone doesn't want to talk about? You know, it's there. They know it's there. You know, I can, I can say things probably that normal coaches can't because I, I can see right through them essentially. So I can be like, do you want to heal or do you want to continue to be right or wrong? Right? Like, so I can say something like that because I have no fear. And also at that point, I mean, you know, we don't dive too deep maybe the first day or maybe we do. Um, it's, but my approach is like, like people, people generally like me <laughs> and I have this way about how I do this, that it's not a threatening, scary thing. And like, I always talk about like, listen, like this sucks. And like, I've been through it before. I always bring my own self into it and make it comfortable for them to kind of talk about it. And if, again, if they're like, they don't want to talk about it, then I'm like, okay, then you don't want to be right. Or you don't want to be, or you want to continue to be right. And then I'll have the relationship. Right. Like, yeah. So I'm just very direct and honest, which is what all coaches need to be. Um, but I also can see it. 
so I know I know what's going on. And you know, if it doesn't work the first time, I mean, I have worked with one person who was just resistant in all in all aspects, and you know, but she was always multitasking, and that wasn't going to work. You know, so I was like, no, this is not going to work for you. You're either going to continue doing what you're doing, or you're going to listen. I, 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 I actually feel it. Like I'm listening to you. I'm just like, I totally get it. And I was going into the interview. I was thinking it, this could be interesting and cool. And I'm like, like chills in a good way. Wow. Like it, cool. it, where it touches you in a different way. We're talking with Seth Santoro, author of How I Learned to, uh, to Smile from the Inside. Seth, we got one more question and, and then we've got to wrap this up. Sure. Is there's, there's a lot of people probably listening that may, may be new to thinking about life in a different way, thinking about intuition, thinking about anything but the nuts and bolts of business. Of business. So I guess what are kind of the training wheels from that mindset of an everyday, I'm reading a business book that says I must do X, Y, and Z to I'm open enough to work with you to take my business to the next level? Let me think about that for a second. Um, I think it's I think it's about being open. I think it's about it's for people who've tried a lot of different things that haven't worked, or a lot of different coaches that haven't worked. Um, I think it's about really under or beginning to understand that maybe you are part of the problem um, or part of the challenge that you're having. Um, I think it's. I mean, it's essentially for people like I've tried everything and nothing has worked. And then I'm like, that's where I come in. <laughs> you know? um, I, I, again, I don't want, I want people to know it's completely coaching and I have an HR and corporate America background. So like 20 years of experience also allows me to just be like, no, that's not going to work because of X, Y, and Z. Right. Um, and you know that because, and because I know that because I've experienced it 14,000 times. Right. Right. Um, which is where the professional intuition comes in. Um, but it's, it's the more than that, that I think sometimes like I have clients that get nervous before they talk with me, speak with me, which is, I don't think is a bad thing, you know, because I'm going to go everywhere. Like I always talk to like, can we go anywhere in this conversation? Yes. Okay. Thanks. And then we move forward. That is awesome. I, I love the conversation. I think it's, it's such a different perspective, not because of the intuition, but because of the thinking right? Thinking about business differently is part of why we do the Entrepreneur's MBA podcast, right? And that's the, that's the basis of the show. So Seth, thanks for being here. Go to sethsantoro.com or iamsethelliot.com uh, to learn more about him. I appreciate you being here. I really appreciate Thank you so much. Knowledge was great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You got it. Everyone, thanks for being here on the show. Look forward to having you on the next one. You've been listening to The Entrepreneur's MBA. Download Adam's free book, How to Make More Money in Your Business, at www.freebookfromadam.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.